Welcome to Impact the World, a podcast from West Park Baptist Church in Knoxville, Tennessee. This is where we discuss topics related to how we can all love God, love people, and impact the world. Here's your host, Tara Hayes. Welcome to Impact the World. I am Tara Hayes, and today is going to be a great day. We've had a series of episodes about the biblical support ministries. Uh, We've covered biblical counseling, grief share, divorce care, and financial freedom. And today we have number five, renewal. I have Scott Williams with me today, and I'll be honest, he's here under duress. (laughs) He keeps telling me, I don't want to hear my voice. And I forced him to put on headphones and sit in front of a microphone, so he's he's got a little bit of stress going on. But I'm really glad that he's here, and it has taken us weeks to get here, so I'm glad that you're here. Hey, Scott. Hello, Tara. How are you? I'm good. Happy Friday. We're recording on a Friday, but... um, Anyway, I'm so glad that you're here. I know, I joke, I know you're stressed out about this, but this is going to be a lot of fun. And I'm really happy that we're going to talk about renewal today, because I think there is a lot about renewal that people just don't know. Some people may not even know that we have a ministry like renewal. And I think there's probably some misconceptions about renewal, about the purpose behind it and the the aim. So I'm I'm excited that we're going to talk about it. But before we do that, I want to hear a little bit about you and your family and how long you've been at West Park. All right. Um, before we get going, I'm going to get Al back for this. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, Pastor Al's not here today. He's in big trouble. Big trouble. <laughs> um, I have been at West Park for about eight years now. Um, started out with just my wife, Brandy, and my daughter, Sarah. Sweet Sarah. Yes, sweet Sarah, sweet pregnant Sarah. <laughs> yes. Uh, Going to make me a papaw. Mm-hmm. Um, we came about eight years ago, and um, we actually came to Renewal, or came to West Park because Renewal was here. Oh, wow. Yeah. I don't think I realized a, that. I'll have to share that story here oh, in a good. little bit. Oh, well, good. Yeah, we'll, we'll definitely hit on that. Yes, but um, Sarah is 19 years old. Married to Josh, who is stationed in Clarksville, <laughs> and we had to think about that. You had to think. Uh, <laughs> he is a medic in the army, um, so they are expecting their first child at the end of no- November. Oh, not long. Not long, and I'm gonna be a papaw. Um, it's gonna be great. Yeah, it's making me feel really old, though. Um, <laughs> I have been married to Brandy for almost 24 years. Um, Don't know how she's put up with me that long, but she has. She's going to have a heavy crown in heaven. Yes, she is. (laughs) Um, Well, we came to West Park as three, but now our family is of five. So we have adopted uh, two boys, Brayden and Levi, who are now part of the Williams family, and have completed it. That's so, awesome. Yes. Yeah, so I have an awesome family, mm-hmm. uh, soon to be even bigger. Yes. Um, but but uh, we just love serving here at West Park. Well, we love having you at West Park. Everybody that knows Scott and Brandy Williams love them. It's true. Oh, it's no. true. <laughs> well, so tell us, you touched on the reason that you came to West Park was because of renewal. So tell us a little bit about that. Well, I I tried before we got here just to make sure, but when we came here, I had typed in Google, Churches with Addiction Ministries, and on the first page, West Park comes up. Wow. That just doesn't happen. No. It doesn't happen right now. I tried it. Wow. That gives me chills. That is so God. Yes. Um, So we decided to come to West Park, and there's hundreds of people running around everywhere at West Park. You've got greeters at the door and, and people getting coffee. And and out of all those hundreds of people, I literally bump into Al Cage. <laughs> wow. <laughs> the very first person I talk to is Al Cage. Wow. And as I bump into him, he looks down and, and recognizes I'm new and asks me, is this your first time? Yes, yes it is. He said, um, well, what, what brought you here? And I said, well, 
Um, I Googled churches with addiction programs, and West Park came up, and he starts laughing. <laughs> and uh, I'm like, oh, no, what'd I say? Oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> so now Dr. Al Cage, now, now yes. Dr. Al, um, says, that's funny because I am the pastor over that ministry. So we exchange phone numbers right then, and I have been a part of Renewal ever since that day. Well, um, I don't know if you've heard the other episodes, but I joke on just about every episode that Al's on that, A, he's one of the busiest men in the world, although I think would be rivaled by you. We'll we'll just leave that there. And if you at all mention that you are interested or have a heart for anything that is related to any of his ministries, he's going to grab onto you like an octopus, and he's not going to let you go. Well, that's fantastic. Yes. So after you met him, then you just, did you just start coming and attending Renewal and getting involved in church? I did. Um, Started that that next Renewal meeting. I was there and and kind of participated, just sat in, in uh, in the men's class. And um, just kept coming week after week and, and started sharing my experience some um, with why I have a heart for renewal. And uh, just over the years, Al had asked me if I would lead the men's group. I did and um, just absolutely loved it. Um, l- renewal, the people at Renewal are so special. Mm. Um, so... The next thing I know, ask, Al's asking me to lead renewal. So, <laughs> like uh, I said, <laughs> y- yes. So, um, it's just it, it's different than anything I have ever been to renewal. That's is, awesome. Yeah. Well, share a little bit about why you you know I know you have a personal testimony and there is a reason, and share as much as you would like about what why you were searching out specifically churches that had addiction. Uh, programs. Absolutely. Um, yeah, sometimes it's tough to get through. I've done a lot of things that uh, have been ashamed of, still ashamed of, mm-hmm. uh, just honestly. But uh, I lived years and years and had a life-dominating sin. Um, started out with alcohol. Um, and I guess I started, like most people, peer pressure. You want to be cool. Mm-hmm. You want to hang out with the cool people. So you start drinking a little bit at parties here and there, and uh, don't know exactly when it happened, um, but there was a point that I had to have alcohol. Um, mm. I, I would start getting sick. So for I don't even know how many years, uh, probably 10, 15 years, I drank and drank and drank. Wow. Yeah. Um, and, and the... The thing is, is that God was was trying to call me out of that lifestyle, but I was stubborn. Uh, I think I'm more stubborn <laughs> than most. Uh, I, he used everything. He used the DUIs I had. Um, I was in and out of jail almost every weekend, um, wow. all alcohol-related, and, and I knew that God was was telling me, stop, I'm trying to talk to you. So you already on some level, had a relationship with the Lord. I knew about You knew the him, Lord. of him. Of him. I, I had, my dad was a pastor of a church, so I grew up in church. Oh, so you definitely knew of the Lord. <laughs> I knew of him, and, and even taking it a step further, I had made a profession when I was seven years old, uh, baptized, uh, the, everything. So I'm going through life uh, thinking I'm good. Hey, right. my dad. I've done the I've done the steps. Yes, the checklist. I've checked all of them off. So me and God are good, and lived most of my life like that. And he just he kept pressing on me that I I knew of him, but I didn't know him. So I, I just kept fighting him. Yeah, I repeated those words they told me to repeat. So yeah, I'm going to heaven. I'm safe. Yes, and um. You know, through the the lawyers, the court, the mm. everything, I just kept pushing him away. And this is going to sound a little funny. 
I thank him so much for what happened to me in 1995 because he kept pursuing me even when I rejected him. And I was in a wreck in 1995 that um, almost killed me. Wow. Um, it oh, was a wake-up call. A big wake-up call. Um, I ended up, I was in a coma um, for three days. They had called my parents in and, and tried to prepare them and, and let them know that probably wasn't going to make it that first night, that my injuries were just too bad. So, you know, they're, they're at the hospital and they're praying and they're just worrying. And I make it through the first night, go into the second night. They, they tell them again, it's a miracle he made it through the first night, but just we, we don't think he's going to pull through. So made it through the second night. And on the third day, I woke up wow. out of a coma. <laughs> yeah, it was, um, I didn't know what was going on, but... I woke up, and, and I'm in the hospital, and I remained there for over a month. Uh, wow. I was told that I would never walk again. Um, I had so much internal damage. I lost my spleen. I, 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 I about bled out, but the ambulance driver pulled me out of the car and got me to the hospital, and if he hadn't have done what he did, they said I wouldn't have made it. Wow. But through all of that... Um, I just, I, I said, oh, I get it. I, I see, I see, God, you, you're going to pursue me, even to the point of death. God pursued me, oh, and isn't that amazing? I mean, that's what He does. Yes. Um, so I, I guess I tap out. I surrender. <laughs> I surrender. I, I have had enough. I it that wreck made me see how much God loved me, mm. and. I would not recommend you going that far to see that love of no, God. No, choose to see it sooner. <laughs> yes. Um, you know, and I I'm, I'm still have consequences from it. And that's the thing. You know, God saved me, and he, for, he has forgiven me for my sins, but I still have a lot of consequences. Yeah, um, yeah it's, it's tough. And, and uh, I was in the hospital for over a month, and then I ended up, I was in a bed for another six months wow. on crutches, for another six months, and as you see, I walk now. Yes, I do. I walk, <laughs> so the Lord had different plans than the doctor, but I, I gave I gave him my life. I, I surrendered to Jesus then, and I wish I could say there was a fairy tale story after <laughs> that, but uh, that's not the case. Um, guess what they give you when you've got a lot of pain? Pain medication. Pain medication. So I have not had a drink since 1995. I, I, I gave it up. I, I gave it to the Lord. And, but I'm afraid what I did was I traded it in for something else. Mm. And they gave me pain medicine, and I, was, I, I didn't mean to get addicted to it. Right. The doctors were giving it to me, so it's safe. Um, but I got addicted to those, um, and it took me to a place probably to some of the darkest times of my mm. life was the addiction to opioids. Um, and that's such an epidemic now. Yes. Yes, it's, it, it's, it's terrible. Um, I, I know they're trying to make changes and, and hold doctors more accountable and even pharmacies more accountable, and that's great. Um, but, yeah, like you said, it's, it's a terrible epidemic going on. Yeah. But all of these require heart change, and we'll get to that. <laughs> yes, absolutely. And, and, you know, you say that that was the difference. When it was the drinking, I wasn't saved. I, I didn't know God. I knew of him. Definite difference this time because I had the spirit living on the inside of me. Right. And God let me know really quick. No, uh -uh. Scott Williams. Mm -hmm. No, sir. And guess what? I didn't have to wait till I was about dead to <laughs> obey him this you time. You did learn and that lesson. Yes, <laughs> I learned it. But I'll tell you, he, he used um, the spirit, but he also used my wife. Mm. Um, man, I put her through so much. So were you guys married mm. during most of this or a lot of this? Yes. we. Wow. Yes, through... Um, <laughs> Not most of it, but I was on the opioids when I met her. 
she knew me from back when I was young and my older life. And when we bumped into each other, I was like, I promise I'm not like that anymore. <laughs> and, and that, that was cool. But, um, man, there's no doubt that God gave her to me for a wife because the things she, she is put, amazing. She is. And, and what she put up with and, and never gave up on me. Yeah. It's, it's an amazing story, and she should be sitting here talking instead of me. <laughs> we should have had her join us, but she is amazing, and she's beautiful. She's so sweet. I married up, that's for sure. <laughs> um, but I did. I What I did was um, I said, okay, I get it. And I guess what I had to learn was I was saved. I knew that I was saved, but I still had not committed to following Jesus. Mm. So... Um, I would say for over a year that I was opioid-free. But if I'm going to be honest, that's all I thought about every single day of my life. Wow, that's a hard existence. Very hard. And I was a miserable Christian. Um, I was sober. I had had the heart change. But yet, I was still struggling, and, and my thoughts kept going to, how am I going to make it through this day without taking a pill? Wow. And um, after about a year of that, you know, the funny thing is, is I could have taken that to the Lord then, but <laughs> it took me over a year of living like that before I went to God, and I said, there has to be more to following you than this right um you know he says that he wants us to have life and have it abundantly well i had the life i just didn't have the abundantly so you know i was completely honest with god and i went to him and i said i'm struggling yeah. uh, father I, I i i need your help um and that's when he introduced me to romans 12 2 and and you'll see the renewal in the mm -hmm. verse well, so we may have copied that a little <laughs> bit. Um, but it says, do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, that by testing you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. And that renewing of the mind stuck in. My mind had been so messed up by alcohol and drugs that it just was not functioning like God intended for it to function. And when he gave me that verse, it's like, well, how, how do I go about r renewing? Right, what does that look like practically? Yeah, I, I, I didn't understand it. He gave me the verse, um, but it didn't take long. He, the way he changed my mind, and I believe it's the way he changes everyone's mind, is through his word. Yes. He gave me a love for his word that was just, it's, it's undescribable, and I couldn't get enough of it. I would get so excited when I knew I had time to read, and, and I didn't even realize it, but as I was reading his word over and over and over, I didn't even realize that I wasn't thinking about the pills anymore. Wow. So, yeah, here I am. I, I guess I was a little over a month into me going to him and saying, you know, help. And I look back and I said, I don't even think I have desired a pill, haven't even thought about one for over a month. Wow. To look back and to see the difference. So his word was renewing my mind and, and making it what he intended for my mind. And I, it changed my life for good. That's awesome. Yes. Well, and I think that's the principle, and you may talk about this a little bit more, but when you take something out of your life, you have to replace it with something else. And what better to replace anything with than Scripture, with God's actual Word? Absolutely. And that's where the renewal, as you've said, comes in our minds and the transformation. Yes, absolutely. And, you know, Ephesians and Colossians both speak to that about... Um, taking off the old and putting mm -hmm. on the new and, and you nailed it if if you just try to quit something and don't replace it with a godly habit it's just going to pop up in a different way um well it's like you tell yourself don't think about such and such don't think about such and such don't think about 
Well, you're thinking about it by telling yourself to not think about it. Yes. <laughs> so think about something else. <laughs> yes, yes. And, you know, I, something I use is if you look at the order of it, it says put off and then put on. Mm-hmm. And I look at it like a shoe. If, um, let's say if Dr. Al Cage was here <laughs> and he tried to give me one of his shoes, until I take mine off, I can't put that new one on. Yeah. And... You know, that's that's what God wants us to do is take that off, replace it with something that he's got there waiting for us to put on. And I think a lot of people, um, I, I'm not here to bash other recovery centers. That's, that's not why I'm here. But I think a lot of those miss that whole point. Mm. Um, they look at, at sobriety as a little different. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and we'll we will touch on that when we talk more about the about renewal. But I mean, so God clearly was pursuing you and has clearly changed you and brought you to work and to minister through renewal. There was something that you said that I wanted to touch on um and this could lead us into the conversation more of what renewal is about and what it looks like. But you said a life dominating sin. And I think that is what addiction is. Mm-hmm. But I think, um, and again, we'll probably talk about this as we talk about renewal, but that's more than just drugs and alcohol. And so tell us about renewal and some of the things that you, um, the goals of your ministry and the thought process behind what is going on there. Absolutely. Um, yeah, God created us, every human being, to worship something. And all we've got to do is watch people to see it. Um, it's true. Yes. Especially on a Saturday during football season. <laughs> hey, hey. Hey, it's a little, little close to home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, it, um, renewal is so much more than just being about um, alcohol and drugs. And really, alcohol is a drug in a liquid form. Right. We distinguish that, but, but I, God's Word does not really distinguish that. So... Uh, he says, be sober no matter what what it is. But, you know, we have people who come to renewal who are struggling with many different things. Um, some of them can be eating. Mm. Um, your phone. Everybody's oh, got that, that phone. phone. <laughs> yes, and people don't realize that it can be an addiction, and, and we can even worship it. And uh, anything that we turn to instead of God for help. When we're struggling with something, whether it's anxiety or depression or whatever it is, I think all humans want to reach out and try to grasp something to help that. Right. And unfortunately, um, a lot of people do use alcohol and drugs, but some people do it through pornography. Um, Yeah. They do it. I have talked to so many people that said they will open the refrigerator when they start feeling anxiety or depression come on. The only thing that they know to do is open the refrigerator, grab food, and eat until they're not depressed, until that anxiety's um, gone. And do you think for a lot of people, they don't, they are just doing these things because they're, I don't necessarily like the word triggered. But that there is something in their brain, in their heart, that is saying you need some relief of some sort. So they might not even realize that it's an addiction to the point that it is until they start to try to change that. Absolutely. Um, that's the big telltale is uh, when you start realizing that you're depending on that instead of God, It nobody wants to admit it. Right. I mean, that's not something everybody's like, yes. We I like can. to pretend we're in control of everything. Oh, yeah. Like <laughs> Dr. Al Cage. Right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like Dr. Al. <laughs> um, yeah, I used to go into the prisons a lot, and um, I was able to um, just meet with, with prisoners there a lot in the drug court. It's a little different than, than the ex- inside the actual prison. But the thing that I kept hearing from them was, and, and honestly, I don't think they were making excuses, but they had such horrible lives 
mm. that they didn't know what to do. And and one guy I remember as he sat there telling me what he had been through, both of us just had tears running down our face and and he told me stories of, of what his stepdad had done to him and and Sad. Uh, well, yeah, his own mom had had done things and um here, what's really sad is he had never heard the name Jesus. Mm-hmm. He had never been to church. Um, so here he is trying to deal with all this right. stuff. And, you know, he said, I even, he said, I'm not making excuses. I, I did all this stuff. And, you know, something hit me and I looked at him and, and, and said, you know, at that point, there was no one around to show you the love of Jesus and, and that he loves you no matter who else doesn't, and you had to turn to something or or, or kill yourself. I right. mean, that's what it was so bad what he was going mm-hmm. through that he turned to that, and I was so excited to share Jesus mm-hmm. with him. Um, and he just couldn't believe that there was a Savior that would love him enough to forgive all that he had done. And, you know, his was alcohol and drugs, but there are so many other people. There are people who are just crippled with anxiety. Yes. Come in and, and they don't turn to alcohol or drugs, but they come in and they're like, I worry. I, I, I do this. Almost to the point of not being able to function. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And, and, you know, God wants to be the person for that. And, and a lot of times, you know, he allows that to happen to us so that we'll do the... Tap yep. out. I'm tapping out. Okay. I'm done. I'm I can't done. handle it. Yeah. So um, when when you see a person realize that, it, there there's no feeling that can be matched. I mean, it's wow. incredible. Well, it's life changing. Yes. Life changing. Yes. And I know there's a lot of that going on in renewal right now. There is. We we have uh, we have many success stories, and, and we have some some bad stories too we've lost we've lost people in renewal of overdoses and Mm -hmm. and different things and and you know what what god is so good that those will come and and i'll admit i get i get down over it i it it hurts me yeah but about the time i need it god will give a success story that is just incredible and and lets you know um yes keep going you're doing what i called you to do yeah, there's going to be people that fall and, and even to the point of death. Um, but you're doing what I told you to do. Wow. Yeah, the, there's one guy, and, and I won't say his name, but uh, he had been through several um, uh, secular addiction programs and just kept falling mm. and time and time again. And, and he was pointed to renewal. And the guy went to one of the places that we send uh, people struggling with life, life, dominating, dominating sins. I, I lost that word. <laughs> um, and he completely gave his life to Christ and he's on staff there now. Wow. And he almost died of a heroin overdose in a bathroom at his place of employment. Wow. That yeah. gives me chills. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know this whole thing. I mean, this is kind of what this podcast is all about impacting the world you know and that is what you're doing but it's like it's so it's such a strong testament to what the lord is doing and how gracious he is and how merciful and that nobody is too far gone and no matter how many times you fall he's always there you know and he wants to see you change and to not you know be dominated by that but i i'm excited about renewal and what's happening over there so tell us a little bit about what it looks like um you had mentioned that you worked with the men and so i'm assuming um like most of or all of our counseling um, programs you kind of split men and women and when it's appropriate and i'm sure you but give us um give us an idea of what it looks like if you come to um renewal yeah, I look forward to Mondays. You know, I, I dread Monday for getting up and going to work after the weekend, but then I get to look forward to renewal on Monday. There you go. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it, it is, it's awesome. Uh, 
when you when you show up at renewal, you're going to have a home cooked meal catered mm. by tea. Oh, that's all you got to say right there. Yeah, we'll give tea a plug. Um, yay. Good job, T. Yes. So that's how we start. Every Monday, we, we start at 6 o'clock on Monday evening in the hub. So we show up to a wonderful smell of home-cooked food from tea. So, um, and it's a neat time because it's not just eating. Um, we grab our food, and everybody sits at tables, and you, you just get to fellowship, and you get to know each other. And, and we probably do that for 30 minutes, sometimes 40, just depending on, you know, the conversation. So we start out with that, and then we go into the auditorium where we've got live music again. Uh, we were having to Yay. use YouTube, but <laughs> we have live uh, worship leaders again, which is awesome. They lead us in uh, two or three songs just uh, about God's love and, and the grace and so everybody's pumped up from that. We're, we're, we're gearing to go. Everybody's encouraged. Yes, yes. So uh, then we do break out into groups. And um, we have the men's group, which I lead, uh, one of the men's group. We actually have three right now. Wow. Yes, we have three men's groups. So uh, Al leads one, and Fred Blevins leads Fred. another one. Yes. He's great. Yes, he is. He has been a blessing to Renewal. So, and then Nicole Kincaid leads our women. And, you know, we do that on purpose. Um, there are times we all stay together, uh, different circumstances, and, and uh, we have a great time. But we do, we break up and we want people to be able to talk about it. Yeah, it's a little easier when you don't feel the pressure of, I mean, it's just easier for women to talk with women and men to talk with men. It is. It In is. reality. Yes, yes. And... So what we are, we're fixing to add something to renewal that we used to have, and um, COVID kind of messed things up for messed everything. Everything. Up. everything. <laughs> so we're just now, you know, gearing back up, but we're going to start offering our um, counseling to families as well. There. Oh wow. Yeah. So maybe you have not struggled with with one of these life dominating sins. But maybe your kids, your mom, an aunt, best friend, or just you know you someone. Know somebody. Yeah, so we want to help them, too. They get left out a lot. Um, yeah, and it, it is a lot of stress on them as well. It is. It is, and we recognize that. So we're in the process of starting that back up because, man, people, we, we had a lot of people show up to to get help from that. And yeah. So I'm excited to offer that again. So we, we do that uh, when we break up into groups. Uh, I know Al and Fred use some material. I'll use some. I'm going to give Mark Shaw a plug. I <laughs> use a lot of, of Mark Shaw's material, and, um, and the women's uses that too. We use the same thing. And um, we just break up into these groups, and it's amazing to see somebody come and not say a word. And that is fine. We're not going to pressure somebody right. to share anything if they're not ready. But it is so awesome seeing them come to the tables. And, and you know, maybe for the first month or two months, they just don't say. They're just taking stuff in. And then all of a sudden, the Lord, like, pushes them. <laughs> and then out comes this wonderful testimony of what the Lord has done for them. Wow. And um, I, I look so forward to that. And, and some nights we don't even break up into groups. We just say, hey, who wants to share what God has done in your life? And next thing you know, it's time to go home. Wow. So it is good. And, and we're a little different than a lot of the secular and even some of the uh, faith-based programs. Talk about the differences because I think that's important for people to know and I I know that is a fact that we are different We're, in a good way. <laughs> yes, yes. Um I, you know, I've been through a lot of the step programs uh when I was dealing with my addictions and had been into rehab and you know, I went through this this cycle and I'm going to be honest, it 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 wasn't focused on my heart mm. and um Again, I'm not here to bash them, but the things in the ones that I went to, their focus was on sobriety, um, especially the secular ones. And their goal, their goal was to get you sober. 
whatever it was that you were struggling with, success to them was you don't do it anymore. They were changing your behavior. Yes. And that's where the focus was on. There was no heart um, transformation, no talking about the... No changing why you're doing the behavior. Yes. And it just... People were buying in on that, and you would ask them about their relationship with God, and, and you would get responses like, well, I haven't had a drink in 10 years, or I have not watched a porno in five years. So they kept def- trying to define their relationship with things they were not doing. Right. And I, I quickly saw there was there was a problem there. And so we don't we don't do a twelve step program. We don't do celebrate recovery. Um, we use God's word, and I'm not saying that that celebrate recovery doesn't. But right. that's our main focus, not a step, right. not on the external, not on the don't do this. But you know, there's just as many do's as there is don'ts. <laughs> there are a lot of do's. <laughs> a lot of do's and. You know, I, I just started noticing people defining their relationship. Some of the guys that I used to talk to with in prison, they would, I would meet up with them and, and, you know, I'd say, so how's it going? Man, God has blessed me so much. I have been sober now for three years. And I was like, well, tell me what you're doing for the Lord now. Well, not drinking. Yes, I'm not drinking. <laughs> I'm not and, drinking. And that's as far as it went. So yeah. at Renewal, we know that there's much more than external and being sober is a good first step for us. Yes, right. great first step. And don't want to take away from that because it's huge. It is huge. It's huge. When when someone has been sober, the, their life has been living whatever they're, they're doing for so many years. If they can make it a week sober, awesome. And yeah. it is a huge, huge thing for them. And we recognize that and we celebrate that. Yeah. So. We don't take away from that fact, but at Renewal, that's called a good start. (laughs) Right. Yeah, it's a good start. But then we want to start introducing them um, to following Jesus. You know, he he told Peter, follow me. Right. Peter quit doing what he was doing, and he followed. and, And that's what Renewal is about. It's about showing people that... You know, there used to be a heart of stone in there, and God has replaced it with a heart of flesh, and he has a plan for every single person's life. Right. And it is not to struggle. Right. Well, I mean, I think I love that, that it's a first step. It's a good start. Yep. But it's that way in the Christian life in general. Whether you are dealing with a life-dominating, you know, sin or not, which, I mean, we're all dealing with sin, but we're all called to, okay, yeah, so I've done the first thing. Yeah. But now we we don't work for our salvation. We work from our salvation Amen. and because of it. And so we want to see that sanctification. We want to see that continued growth. And now God has created us to do this thing, and I'm moving forward in that. Yes. So it's exciting. It is, and I, I had to learn that as well because I thought since I didn't think about pills anymore, you brought up sanctification. And, and you know, as soon as you can allow the Lord to remove one thing, something else is going to pop up, and, and that's called the process of sanctification. And it will go <laughs> yes. on until we get until our new body. Until we go to heaven. <laughs> yes, yes. So, Unfortunately, yeah. it's progressive. <laughs> sanctification yes it is takes takes a while it does the rest of our lives actually absolutely (laughs) and you know uh, people are seeing that and there are um we'll do contracts for people um if they're young maybe living with their parents and you know they're not happy to be there uh some courts of appointed people and i'll have to sign papers for the courts and you can tell they're not happy to be there (laughs) I'm thinking of one young lady in my head right now who um, had to be there, and God changed her life so, so much. And I just thank him for letting me see it. Um, she comes because she wants to be there now. Yeah. And seeing that, that, okay, I'm not 
doing, I'm not drinking anymore. I, I, I'm done with that. Um, but I still have to be here mad face there too, <laughs> beaming. Now when I'm she happy showed. to be here. Yes. And you can ask Amy about that. She is uh, aware of this person, but yeah, just God letting us see that. Yeah. It is incredible to be able to see that. And w- if you've gone through secular programs, something that I was told when I did was you're going to be an addict for the rest of your life. Oh, I think. Mm. Yeah, it's sad. I think that's sad because you label yourself something that the God did not label you as. Yes. Yes. That's and not your identity. It is not. And I bought into it that first year. Like I said, he gave me a new heart. But all I thought about was pills. And I thought, man, this is going to be a long life. Long life. Well, you, that is not delivering hope to anybody. No. And renewal is about the hope that Jesus is going to change you. Yes. For your entire life. Can I share the verse we yes. start out with? Every single Monday, we start out renewal with Romans 6.6. 6, and we have asked everyone to memorize it. We, we want you to know this verse. And, um, and if you'll believe this, the power in this verse and, and what God can do. Um, in Romans 6, 6, it says, We know that our old self was crucified with him in order that the body of sin might be brought to nothing so that we would no longer be enslaved to sin. Mm. I mean, it's gone. That says it all right there, doesn't it? <laughs> it says it all. And like you said, I didn't have any hope because I thought, man, I got to deal with this for the rest of my life. This is going to be a long life. But as God introduced me, started renewing my mind through his word, I was like, oh, man, I don't have to be label myself as an addict. I don't have to stand up and say, my name's Scott, and I'm an alcoholic, oh. or my name's Scott, and I'm a drug addict. Yeah. And that's how you start out a meeting at a secular place. And do you know when you hear that over and over and over again? Well, many again, of these people every week for years. Yes. You start to believe what you say. And yeah. um, it just, there's no hope there. There's no Jesus transforming hope in saying those words mm-hmm. that I'm an addict. Yeah. It, it, it's sad. It is sad. And I have one more verse. Um, Please share it with us. Hey, that's what changed my mind, Mm -hmm. my heart. So definitely want to share. And, and, you know, in 1 Corinthians 6, I'm not going to read about all the life-dominating sins that Paul covers, but he gives this big, long list of things that people are. You know, drunkard, no drunkard, no. And he just keeps going with this list. And this verse gives me chills every time I read it. Uh, it is one of my favorites. And it's 1 Corinthians 6 and verse 11. This is the part after listing all those sins. And he says, and such were. Were you, mm. not are you. He says, and such were some of you, but you were washed. You were sanctified. You were justified in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and by the Spirit of our God. There's no, when I read that, I don't see that I'm going to be an addict for the rest of my life. I can throw that label. I can shed it and get rid of it and say, no, I'm a child of the king. Mm-hmm. That's who I am. Wow. So, I it's As you can see, nobody else can. It's made me teary-eyed but, because it to give hope pe- to people in that way and the fact that God loves all of us yes. enough, no matter what we've done, yes. to change us, to bring him to him. And then to give us hope for the rest of our lives and to give us a purpose. Yes. And I cannot even imagine the celebrations that happen in renewal. Yes. <laughs> and um, I'm sure that it's even awesome to watch people work through renewal and then probably stick around and let me help because they've been given hope. They want to give hope. Yes. And... Um, so I I could sit here probably all day and talk about all the great things that are happening in renewal. Yes, and you said that, people that stick around. Um, that's something that's different with renewal, too. We try to do at least a three-to-one ratio. 
So if you're looking for something to do, um, we would love to have you. We we want to surround one unhealthy person with at least three people around them. Um, it's a great support system. Yes. It, and then not one person feels like they – because it, it can be the, – the person that needs that support system – can feel like, oh, I'm such a burden or I'm constantly needing help. And this gives them a, an entire system, but then it also helps. I mean, it, not just one person is responsible to carry the weight for that person. Um, I think that's wonderful. I'm glad you brought that up because I was going to say, I know there are ways to get involved with renewal and that's a big way to yes. get involved. Yeah, it's um we we have been so blessed with the people that God has sent to renewal and I could just sit here and list names but I'm not going to but man you know some of them have struggled with different addictions in their life and some have not. Mm-hmm. Um, God just gave them a heart to help people. So they have come to renewal and they're like how can I help? And, um, man, just the person struggling can see that love and see that people care about them and want to help them. And that means the world to somebody who doesn't know which way's up and down right now. They're not doing it alone and they feel loved. Yeah, we've got phone groups. So, you know, if if you find yourself out during the week and and you're struggling and and Mm. you feel like, oh, man, well, we, we give everybody a list of phone numbers and are like, reach out, please call. And if you call and this person can't answer, they're at work or whatever, go to the next number. Go to the next number. Just keep going until you get a hold of somebody. And uh, we can always use people who are willing to do that uh, and help out that way in renewal. I would say that's, I'm guessing that's your biggest need for it, help in renewal is to be somebody that would come alongside yes and encourage these people and good plug for something that uh we're, we're we started before covid covid hit kind of disrupted it um but we uh had an advocate program and, and i'll tell you one thing that that we were lacking in renewal was we didn't have the one person to say we want you to meet with this person regularly. We want you to pray with this person. And you would kind of assign, they call it a sponsor mm-hmm. in other places. We we like to call them an advocate. They're going to advocate for this oh, person. I like that. Yeah, it's awesome. And and we started a training program and we're, uh, people showed up and it's like, I want to do that. So we, we, we started a training program and, and people would come and say, hey, I would like to have that person in my life. And we would say, here you go. They've been waiting on you to ask. Oh, wow. So we are in the process of starting that training back up and getting that going because it's important to have that person that that you can reach out to on a more, um, I guess, personal basis. Right. So yeah. we're excited to get that going again as well. That's exciting. Well, um, one thing that I have not mentioned is, well, we've alluded to when renewal meets, which is Monday night at 6 o'clock, and you're usually done by... Eight o'clock. Eight o'clock. And the reason we're done by eight o'clock is because we now have child care. Oh. Yes. So if you that's have. That's fantastic. Yes. We have some awesome people who have all security background checks to watch uh, your kid if, and they have a blast. You, We can hear them out there, man. <laughs> we've got three people that watch our kids and they are awesome. Well, here you go. Yeah. Here's the thing. If you want to be involved in this ministry, if you need to attend this ministry, now there are no reasons <laughs> why you cannot be a part of this. But, I mean, I, this, I feel like, is such a great ministry. Like I've already said, we could talk about it all day. But if you're interested um, in being a part of Renewal or just seeing more what it's about— um, you can head to our website, www.westparkbaptist.org slash renewal. <laughs> I almost forgot our website. <laughs> you all know what it is. Um, 
slash renewal <laughs> on the end will take you straight there. And there, if you want to contact somebody in renewal, at the bottom of that page, there's a con a link to a contact form. Um, and they will they will get in touch with you. I mean, is there anything else that you want to share, Scott? Just want to maybe remind everybody what renewal is about. And, and if there was one thing I had to pick out is we want to give people that there is hope in mm-hmm. Christ. You don't have to go through life with no hope. And um, that's what we want to show you through God's Word. Well, I know that, that this ministry is excellent at giving hope and sharing hope. I'll also list in the um, show notes how to get in touch with people and the book that you mentioned. Well, you didn't mention it by name. You mentioned the author. Yes. Yes. Um, It's uh, the book is actually called heart of addiction. And um, if, if you feel like that's a resource that you would need, I, I highly recommend it. I've read it. It is an excellent book. Have you done the workbook? I have not done the workbook. Did you know there was a workbook? I did not know. There's actually two workbooks that go with the Heart of Addiction book that are incredible. Wow. Yeah. One and is. Do you guys use those in renewal? We do. We um, we haven't used them in the groups in a bit. We switch out what yeah. we do. So, um, but there is one workbook that is called Heart of Addiction, and it's tough. Uh, it's going to make you answer some tough questions wow. about yourself. And then there's one called Relapse that is also based on that Heart of Addiction book, and they're both incredible. Well, there books. you go. Yeah. We'll list those in the in the resources. But I really, really urge you if you have questions or just an interest of where maybe God could use you in a very special way. Renewal is a wonderful ministry, and I'm so thankful that the Lord has given us the opportunity at West Park to have a ministry like this and to be a part of it. Scott, thank you so much for coming today under duress, (laughs) but you did a fantastic job. Well, thank you. (laughs) And you're done now. (laughs) (laughs) What he doesn't know is I might make him come on again. He says no, but it was so much fun to have you with me today. Thank you, Tara. I I enjoyed it, and you made me feel at ease. Good. Um, Join us again in the future with more episodes of Impact the World. Thank you for listening to Impact the World, produced by West Park Baptist Church in Knoxville, Tennessee. If you enjoyed this episode, consider subscribing, leaving a review, or sharing with a friend.